Coming up on 5-Minute News. Draft opinion reveals Supreme Court could overturn Roe. Germany could back a complete EU ban on Russian oil. And Biden restores celebration of Eid al-Fitr at White House. It's Tuesday, May 3. I'm Anthony Davis. A draft opinion suggests the US Supreme Court could be poised to overturn the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade case that legalized abortion nationwide, according to a Politico report released last night. A decision to overrule Roe would lead to abortion bans in roughly half the states and could have huge ramifications for this year's elections. But it's unclear if the draft represents the court's final word on the matter. Opinions often change in the drafting process. Whatever the outcome, the Politico report represents an extremely rare breach of the court's secretive deliberation process and on a case of surpassing importance. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start, the draft opinion states. It was signed by Justice Samuel Alito, a member of the court's 6-3 conservative majority who was appointed by former President George W. Bush. The document was labeled a first draft of the opinion of the court in a case challenging Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks, a case known as Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. The court is expected to rule on the case before its term ends in late June or early July. The draft opinion, in effect, states there is no constitutional right to abortion services and would allow individual states to more heavily regulate or outright ban the procedure. The report comes amid a legislative push by Christian nationalists to restrict abortion in several Republican-led states, Oklahoma being the most recent, even before the court issues its decision. Critics of those measures have said low-income women will disproportionately bear the burden of the new restrictions. In a joint statement from Congress's top two Democrats, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said if the report is accurate, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest restriction of rights in the past 50 years, not just on women, but on all Americans. The European Union on Monday was preparing sanctions on Russian oil sales after a major shift by Germany, Russia's biggest energy customer, that could deprive Moscow of a large revenue stream within days. The European Commission is expected to produce a sixth package of EU sanctions this week against Russia over its invasion of Ukraine, including a possible embargo on buying Russian oil. Kiev said that Russia's energy exports to Europe, so far largely exempt from international sanctions, are funding the Kremlin war effort with millions of euros every day. Germany said on Monday it was prepared to back an immediate EU embargo on Russian oil. We have managed to reach a situation where Germany is able to bear an oil embargo, said German economic minister Robert Habeck. Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who has been more cautious than other Western leaders in backing Ukraine, has been under growing pressure to take a firmer line. 
Germany has already reduced the share of Russian oil in its imports to 12% from 35% before Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24, but it had previously said it needed months to phase out Russian crude to lessen the economic impact at home. Weaning Europe off Russian oil is likely to be easier than reducing dependence on Russian natural gas. Moscow has demanded European customers pay for gas in rubles, which the EU rejects. Last week, Moscow cut off supplies to Poland and Bulgaria. EU ministers met yesterday and warned that complying in full with Moscow's proposed scheme to receive gas payments in rubles would breach existing EU sanctions. Joe Biden celebrated Eid al-Fitr on Monday, restoring celebrations of the Muslim holiday, marking the end of Ramadan at the White House after former President Trump scrapped them. Muslims around the world typically abstain from food and drink from sunrise to sunset during Ramadan. Its end often means gathering for prayers, visiting family and friends, and holding festive meals. Addressing hundreds of attendees in the East Room, Biden said he'd promised as a presidential candidate to bring back marking Eid al-Fitr at the White House, but was forced to hold a virtual celebration last year because of the coronavirus pandemic. Today, around the world, we've seen so many Muslims that have been targeted by violence. No one should discriminate against or be oppressed or be repressed for their religious beliefs, Biden said. Presidents have held Eid al-Fitr celebrations since the Clinton administration, until Donald Trump, who didn't hold formal events. Biden said on Monday that he'd recently nominated the first Muslim woman to the federal bench as part of a commitment to build an administration that values diversity and looks like America. Talib Sharif, Imam of Masjid Muhammad in Washington, known to some as the nation's mosque, said of the White House gathering, being hosted here is an important statement for our nation and for the world. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.